The wife mostly kept her eyes fixed ahead, though with little interest, the scene for that matter being one that might have been matched at almost any spot in any country in England at this time of the year. A road neither straight nor crooked, neither level nor hilly, bordered by hedges, trees, and other vegetation, which had entered the black and green stage of colour that the doomed leaves passed through on their way to dingy and yellow and red. The grassy margin of the bank and the nearest hedgerow boughs were powdered by the dust that had been stirred over them by hasty vehicles. The same dust as it lay on the road, deadening their footfalls like a carpet. And this, with the aforesaid total absence of conversation, allowed every extraneous sound to be heard. For a long time there was none. Beyond the voice of a weak bird singing a trite old evening song that might doubtless have been heard on the hill at the same hour, and with the selfsame trills, quavers, and breathes, at any sunset of that season, for centuries untold. But as they approached the village, sundry distant shouts and rattles reached their ears from some elevated spot in that direction, as yet screened from view by foliage. When the outlying houses of Waden Priors could just be descried, the family group was met by a turnip hoer with his hoe on his shoulder and his dinner bag suspended from it. The reader promptly glanced up. Any trade doing here? he asked phlegmatically, designating the village in his van by a wave of the broadsheet. And thinking the labourer did not understand him, he added, Anything in the hatress in line? The turnip-hoer had already begun shaking his head. Why save the man? What wisdom's in him that should come to Waden for a job of that sort this time of year? Then is there any house to let? Little small new cottage just to build it or such like? asked the other. The pessimist still maintained a negative. Pulling down is more than night or Waden. There were five houses cleared away last year, and three this. I'll evoke nowhere to go. No, not so much as a thatched hurdler. That's the way of waiting prayers. The hay trusser, which he obviously was, nodded with some superciliousness. Looking towards the village, he continued, There is something going on here, however, is there not? Aye, tis fair day. Though what you hear now is little more than the clatter and scurry of getting away the money of children and fools. For well, the real business is done earlier than this. I've been working within sound of it all day, but I didn't go up, not I. Oh, t'was no business of mine. The trusser and his family proceeded on their way, and soon entered the fair field, which showed standing places and pens where many hundreds of horses and sheep had been exhibited and sold in the forenoon, but were now in great part taken away. At present, as their informant had observed, but little real business remained on hand, the chief being the sale by auction of a few inferior animals that could not otherwise be disposed of, and had been absolutely refused by the better class of traders who came and went early. Yet the crowd was denser now than during the morning hours. The frivolous contingent of visitors, including journeymen out for a holiday, a stray soldier or two home on furlough, village shopkeepers and the like, having latterly flocked in. Persons whose activities found a congenial field among the peep-shows, toy-stands, waxworks, inspired monsters, disinterested medical men who travelled for the public good, 
thimble riggers, knick-knack vendors, and readers of fate. Neither of our pedestrians had much heart for these things. Now they looked around for a refreshment tent among the many which dotted the down. Two, which stood nearest to them, in the ochreous haze of expiring sunlight, seemed almost equally inviting. One was formed of new milk-hued canvas, and bore red flags on its summit. It announced, Good home-brewed beer, ale and cider. The other was less new. A little iron stovepipe came out of it at the back, and in front appeared the placard, Good Fermity Sold Here. The man mentally weighed the two inscriptions, and inclined to the former tent. No, no, the other one, said the woman. I always like Fermity, and so does Elizabeth Jane, and so will you. It is nourishing after a long, hard day. I've never tasted it, said the man. However, he gave way to her representations, and they entered the Fermity booth forthwith.